Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. Get ready for an enlightening conversation that will nurture your soul and help you live your best life. Now, here's your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show. I am your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson, here on 96.3 HD4 and DC Radio.gov. Here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show, we have wealthy conversations that nurture the soul and These conversations are incredibly inspiring, informative, insightful. Each guest, an amazing soul in her or his right, own right. And my guest today is more of the same. She's a pioneer. She co-founded African Ancestry Inc. And in doing so, pioneered a new way of tracing African lineages using genetics and a new marketplace for people of African descent looking to more accurately and reliably trace their roots. She travels the world, helping people demystify their roots and inform on identity so that they may, be, they may better understand who they are by knowing where they're from. She's a respected luminary who's worked with and revealed the roots of the world's leading icons and entities, including Oprah Winfrey, John Legend, Chadwick Boseman, Spike Lee, Condoleezza Rice, and the King family. She served as a speaker, presenter, and a partner to McDonald's, Capital One, the Walt Disney Company, Booz Allen Hamilton, Wells Fargo, the Wall Street Health Forum, New York Times Travel Show, and many, many other community organizations and faith-based entities. She's often a go-to resource for African diaspora communities, including the embassies of Cameroon, Nigeria, and Ghana, the Year of Return 2019 event from Jamestown to Jamestown with the NAACP, Back to Africa Festival in Cape Coast, and various African tourism and authorities and leaders. She is a leading media resource and has been featured in hundreds of media outlets, including The Breakfast Club, Time Magazine, USA Today, 60 Minutes, News One Now with Roland Martin, HuffPost Live with Mark Lamont Hill, The Joe Madison Show, Sister Circle Live, Essence Magazine, New York Times, Black Enterprise, that's right, I'm naming them, New York Times, Ebony NPR, so many other media outlets to include the griot.com and the root.com. Her work is featured in PBS's Finding Your Roots with Henry Louis Gates Jr. and African American Lives 1 and 2, the Africa Channel, NBC's Who Do You Think You Are, CNN's Black in America series, and Sirius XM, where she created and served as co-host on African Ancestry Radio. Her entrepreneurial DNA is from a lineage of entrepreneurs. She launched her first business at the age of eight with a magazine purpose to raise money for family trips. She went on to start Pick-A-Pack Care Packages as a Stanford University graduate helping families stay connected with their children while away at school. Prior to forming AfricanAncestry.com, she was the founder and president of GPG Strategic Marketing Resources. She resides in Washington, D.C. and holds a degree in economics from Stanford University 
and an MBA from the University of Michigan Ross School of Business. She was honored with an honorary doctorate of philosophy from Global Oved Day Seminary University. I am so honored and excited to have here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show from the country of origin, Nigeria, tribes, the Hausa and Fulani tribes. My sister, my friend, the, the, the one and only Dr. Gina Page. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show, my sister. How are you today? I am black and proud and grateful, and I'm just honored to be here with you, Dr. Vicki. I'm so excited. How was it for you? How is it for you listening to your bio be read back to you? What was your experience? It's uncomfortable, and I feel like, who is she talking about? (laughs) And I was like, why is she still reading? Why didn't she read the short version? (laughs) But after that, actually, I, I recognized that I had that reaction, and I was like, well... Hmm. What if you just stand in it? Uh-huh. What if you, because everything you've read has happened. Like you've yeah. read facts. You didn't read any opinion. You didn't read any perspective. You read facts. And so uh-huh. what would happen if I just stood in the facts? So it's interesting to me that you would ask, how did I feel? So I went from uncomfortable to, okay, well, hey, look at those receipts. I love that. That is so wonderful. I love where you said stand in the facts. What would happen if I just stand in the truth of what is? I love that so much. And and Dr. Gina, I take the time to do this at the top of our conversation because you took the time to become this person, to become your best self personally and professionally. And I know we are all still works in progress and we're all evolving, but you have invested time, energy, money, sacrifice, I'm sure tears, I'm sure many other things and stories that are a part of who you are. And so it's my opportunity to give you what I like to call an affirmation bath and say thank you for your yes, for your commitment, for your consistency, for your discipline, and your courage to be who you are and to do what you do. I adore you. I appreciate you. I say this to you privately and am really just in bliss to be able to say it to you publicly um, because I love the work that you do and the gift that you are and the gift that you give to us through your work. So thank you. That's why I kept reading. Yeah. <laughs> this bio is fire. You're welcome. I thank love you. it. I love it. Who inspires you? Where do you glean your inspiration? It can be who and what, or who or what. Mm. Who, where do you get that inspiration? So it comes from different places in different situations at different times. Uh, I come from a family, you read this, a family of entrepreneurs. And so uh, my family is sort of a constant. If I have any questions about anything from a business standpoint or his Black history standpoint or a legal standpoint or a psychology standpoint, I have a family member who can 
put it, you know, who can answer the question or help me think through something. So that's my constant. But lately, Vicky, I the inspiration has been coming without me realizing it. I would say it, it's almost like a subtle inspiration. It just sort of happens. Yeah. And I believe it's ancestral. So when you and I had a previous conversation and you talked about the ancestors, I was like, I, that resonated with me because that's what's going on with me right now. It's just, it's all ancestors. I, I, I am completely not in control of any of this. Oh, listen, none of us are. We think we are, and I think that is the struggle. That is the frustration. That is the irritation is our resistance when really we would just flow in peace if we would just surrender to it and embody all of our power, all of everything that we are. You said something previously on an interview that just stuck to me like a good pot of grits with butter, no sugar, just some good grits, right? You said no sugar, okay. No sugar, because I know some people <laughs> like sugar in their grits. So I'm saying I'm talking about me. I don't like sugar in my grits. I just like some good grits with some butter and salt, you know, maybe some, some other accoutrements. But what you said that has resonated with me and I have quoted you several times, you were interviewing with Wendy Cherry. And you said these words, you said, when our ancestors came here, when we were brought here, when we were stolen from our land and we were brought here, everything was stripped away from us, our language, our names, our gifts, you know, all that we are, every, the way we worshiped, Everything was taken from us except our DNA. That thing right there stuck to me and has been an impetus, if you will, for me being consistent in my purpose and for me sharing with others, it's in you. You cannot get away from who you are. You can try, but you can't, which is to me the value of the work that you do and the gift that you offer to the world, you know, and allowing us to find not only our country of origin, but what specific tribe or tribes we are from, because inherent in that revelation is understanding of self and awareness of self. So it's so good, so, so good to be able to have this conversation with you and to know that you are being driven and surrendered to being moved through this work by your ancestors. And hence we have AfricanAncestry.com, you know, where all of you can go (laughs) and um, (laughs) find out, you know, your country of origin and what tribes you are from so that you understand who you are and why you are the way you are. So yeah, again, and again and again, thank you just for agreeing with your assignment and your purpose and your calling, because you could have taken all of this brilliance and just went and worked the family business. <laughs> How did you yeah. do African ancestry? <laughs> Talk about that. I mean, and not to say that this is not a family business, but you know what I mean? Your work is so outward facing. 
Yeah. It's for us. I'm saying you could be running the family empire that's not outward facing, right? And living a very comfortable, luxuriant life coming Mm -hmm. from, you know, an entrepreneurial background. So who are you at your core? Like, who are you at your core and how did you get to this place? Like, how did you get to African ancestry? That's two questions. I don't know who I am at my core. Um, And that answer is a, is an answer that a coach wouldn't accept. A coach would say, you do know, you absolutely know. I can describe myself Uh uh, and the way that I describe myself is that I love black people. Uh Full stop. I love black people and I am extremely loyal. I am also extremely authentic. So it has not been difficult for me to walk. It hasn't been an act of courage to me to walk in the way that I walk, you know, as myself. Uh, It hasn't been hard because that's just what I do. That's just who, that's who I am. If you ask me, that's who I am. And so those um, characteristics have served me well. Uh-huh. in my personal African ancestry experience. So I just want to be clear. I did not, African ancestry is not my dream. Okay. African ancestry is my business partner's dream. He's an African-American geneticist, Dr. Rick Kittles. He came up with the database. He figured out the analyses, but couldn't commercialize it. And so we came together and I've commercialized his dream. So it wasn't like I thought, oh, I wonder where I'm from, or it wasn't, none of that. I came to this from a business perspective. It was a brand new product that never existed before. And think about it, Dr. Vicki, how many brand new products are there? None. Mm -hmm. Everything is the next generation of something that came before it. Yeah. But this, has never existed before. So there's that business aspect. It was entrepreneurial, so I could work for myself, which was always my plan. And it was something that helps people that I'm passionate about. So it really turned out to be the coming together of all the things that I was interested in. Uh-huh. And, and I didn't see it as an act of courage. I really didn't have a plan, to be honest. We just kind of started doing it. And now, 18 years later, I can see how I was obedient and that this is a calling, not one that I necessarily asked for or even feel like, oh, yeah, this is my calling. I just feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And so... Because it's what I'm supposed to be doing, let me do it and do it as well as I possibly can. Did I answer your question? You did. You did in a phenomenal (laughs) way because what you just gave is a masterclass in manifestation. It really is. Like my partner had this dream and shared it with me and I was able to take that, you know, and bring it to market, which is, it sounds simple, but for someone who does not have that thought process, they're stuck. And maybe the answer you just gave to someone is what you need next is someone to take your dream, your vision, 
put a framework around it. And then that is your next step. Like it was a brilliant answer. It was powerful (laughs) because I'm sitting here like, oh, that's good. And here you are now, 18 years later, sitting inside of your yes, right? That has brought together and integrated everything you love. Like how perfect is that? There's something that I just thought about that I I would love to share right now. I think it's the perfect um, the perfect time, especially because we're talking about soul wealth, and I'm mm-hmm. really thinking about the wealth part of that. So the average business does not is does not stay in existence. It doesn't last for 18 years. The average business doesn't last for five years. So once we got to three years, and then we got to five years we were in a whole another category, right? And I, because of the background you you laid out, Stanford, you know, Michigan, corporate America, uh-huh. I was trained to measure success based on white people standards. Yeah. And so I spent the majority of those 18 years not feeling successful. Wow. Because I was measuring our sales and our, not even our sales, but like our growth. We, uh-huh. we are not growing fast enough. Our profit margins aren't big enough. And, uh-huh. you know, these other companies, all these other companies, they're spending millions of dollars on advertising. And I, I'm judging it based on what I call white people standards. Uh-huh. And one day it hit me and I said, well... What if I judge our success based on an African perspective and on the perspective of the diaspora, the number of people who now know a new African country, the number of Black people who understand that they have DNA that they've inherited from someone before North Carolina or Louisiana or Puerto Rico or Cuba, the number of people who now can talk about a new culture, things like that, that is what's empowering to our people. And that is how I've chosen now to define success. The number of Black people who can travel to Africa, have a country to travel to. How about that? Right? And so that was an important shift for me in terms of looking at my value and my company's value and how I interpret success, which ultimately I think becomes wealth. So good. So good. Not only a country to travel to, but a people to find (laughs) and connect with and to feel like, yeah, this is me. Because so, we're not supposed to know this information. Exactly. We, this is an act of resistance. Tracing your ancestry to Africa is an act of resistance. You weren't supposed to know where you were from. You weren't supposed to reconnect. You weren't supposed to have a foundation. And now everybody, including you, the over a million people who know where they're from, in Africa, not some region, not some combination, not some percentage. No, uh-huh. no, no, not none of uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. But the people and the place, you have a tool now 
And even if you don't understand that you have a tool, what you have done is you have honored an ancestor. And when you honor the ancestors, your path is so much easier. Wow. Y'all hear that? When you honor an ancestor, your path is so much easier. That's so awesome. Y'all write that down. When you honor an ancestor, your path is so much easier. I love that that word is not so foreign, so far away from our conversations these days. I'm talking about ancestor, ancestors, ancestry, honor your ancestor. I am my ancestor's wildest dreams. You know, I I love that it is a normal part of our conversation. And not just today, but just in general, in the community, in our families, in our homes, you know, how I share with you the message that came to me um, in my training class uh, for sound healing. And so this is just so good. It's good to my soul. It's good soul food, good soul medicine. Share a moment with us that after it happened, and it can be related to African ancestry or not, share a moment with us that after it happened, you knew your life would never be the same. Ooh. You could have given me this question in advance. A (laughs) moment where after it happened, Mm -hmm. I knew my life would never be the same. And while you're thinking, you know, the point of it is just to share a piece of your humanity because... That is what inspires others when they can connect to a moment in us. And it's not to inspire everyone. It may be to inspire someone. But just to convey how we are all on a journey. And, and you know, we have moments. Life, a beautiful life, a life that we love is made up of moments Mm -hmm. that create the dash for all of us. So it doesn't have to be heavy. It can be light. Just just a moment, you know, that when you think of it, it's like, yeah, I was never the same after that. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is um, in 2019. No, no, no. Wait, was it 2019? 20... 18. I I think it was 2018. I went to Ghana. I traveled to Ghana with um, the Adinkra group, Uh one of their birthright journeys. And I was with a group of of, um, a writer and a photographer and um, one of the executives from Ebony Magazine. And they had taken our test in advance. And part of their trip was to get to have their ancestry revealed on the continent. Okay. In Ghana. And I do reveals all the time. You know this. I People take a test in advance. I go into some public setting. It could be a church. It could be a school. It could be uh, wherever. A, comp- a corporation. It could be somebody's basement. <laughs> and I reveal their, their ancestry result to them for the first time in uh-huh. that setting. And so we were at Cape Coast Castle, which is Castle Dungeons, which is one of the slave sports that litters the west coast of Africa where enslaved Africans were kept 
prior to being put onto the ships and taken to the Americas. And I'd been with these people for several days. And, you know, there was the, 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 the anticipation of their results had been building and building. But I'm thinking, you know, it's just another reveal. I, not to be flippant, but it, it, wouldn't, it wasn't the first time I'd done a reveal at Cape Coast. And, you know, I, was, I had this. Uh-huh. And we were standing outside of the door of no return. So the door that pe- that the enslaved captives went through was the last time they saw set foot on their homeland. They went through this door and across the beach and onto ships. We're on the other side. So now we're going to return. It's on the other side, it's the door of return. So we're all standing there. There's media. There's probably like 25 people. And they're building this up, building it up to get their results. And Dr. Vicky, I stood there and I was like, okay, time, you know, get my game time, pumping myself up. And I got to the mic and I just started crying. Mm. And I probably cried for 90 seconds, which you know could feel like an eternity. Right. And I couldn't stop crying. And in my mind, I was like, Gina, get it together. And and they're all looking at me like, we got to this point. Are you going to tell us our results? I had no control. And I've cried at reveals before, but this one, I I couldn't get a grip. And I thought, oh my God, this is the ancestor. This is, I I am actually doing what I'm supposed to be doing because I have no input into what's happening right now. And I finally was able to get myself together and did the reveal and it was even more powerful. But that was a moment where I knew things weren't going to be the same. I lost all control. Yeah, that's it right there. That's it. That's perfect. My last question to you before we close, what are you grateful for? I ask myself that question every single morning. And the list is so very long. But the the things that stay on the list every day, I'm Uh grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my friends. I'm so very grateful that I live in safety and Uh that I'm protected. I'm grateful for my health. I I am grateful for those basic things that are basic to me. And I know that not everybody has the benefit of of those wonderful blessings. So that's what I'm grateful for. And I am grateful for you, Dr. Gina Page. And thank you so much for sharing a few moments with us here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show on 96.3 HD4NDCRadio.gov. And AfricanAncestry.com. Is that where we want to direct people today? Yes, please. You can follow us at AfricanAncestry.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram as African Ancestry. And I'm on Instagram too as Gina Page DNA. Dr. Vicki, thank you so much for inviting me to have the conversation. This has made my day. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, it has made mine too. And I thank you all also again for listening to us. I invite you to visit my website, VickiJohnson.com. I am on most social media platforms at All Things Vicky. You can also subscribe to my YouTube channel, All Things Vicky Johnson. And Vicky is V I 
KKI. Listen, soul wealth is your birthright. It is your inheritance. So go out into the world, live with passion, live with purpose, live with intention. Remember that when you honor an ancestor, your path becomes easier. Love that nugget. Go out, live full so you can die empty. Until next time, peace. You've been listening to Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul with Dr. Vicki Johnson. Soul Wealth is not just a brand. It's a lifestyle of vision, compassion, authenticity, abundance, and legacy created one conversation, one choice at a time. For more information, visit VickiJohnson.com or click on soulwealth at dcradio.gov.